What was the first moment you started to feel sick? Um, I was at work and I started to just feel like a little bit like kind of not necessarily nauseous, but just kind of like unwell. Like my skin didn't feel right. Like, like kind of like got the chills. Sometimes when you're sick, you're like, I don't know, for me, like my skin just doesn't feel like it's connected to my body, right? Or something. I, don't, I think that may, I don't know if that I know, sense. I get it. I get it. Sort of like yeah. chills, uh, discomfort, a body, maybe yeah. a fever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I thought. By the time I got home, I took my, uh, back to my dorm room. Um, I took my temperature and I didn't have a fever or anything. And I was already kind of feeling better then. Um, but my legs were really hurting. Like I had muscle aches. Um, so I took some Advil and then the next morning, like I went to bed, woke up. I still kind of had like my legs were hurting. Um, and I still had a sore throat. So I texted my parents um, cause they're both doctors. And I was like, haha, like, should I get tested for like coronavirus? Oh no. Um, were you thinking, <laughs> were you thinking at that point that maybe that's what it was at all? It was going no, because, around or what, what, I mean, you were making a joke of it, but were you kind of serious or what? Um, kind of, I guess though I was serious because like at this point, my school had already transitioned to online learning and people were moving home. So it was definitely something on my radar, but I didn't, think I had had any exposure that day I kind of got like a light cough but I only coughed like a handful of times total I'd say um and I didn't think that the like muscle aches were a symptom either because I was on my period and sometimes like on my period like I just get like back cramps and I just like associate that with like cramps and body pains in general right um so that's why I was I, I might have had a fever but I was taking the Advil for that pain so I didn't really ever feel a fever um, but then because my dad takes care of my grandma and my grandma has um, stage four lung cancer and she's starting chemotherapy. Um, so it, my dad was like, I, you should try and get tested anyways, just to be safe because you're coming home and I don't want to get sick and I don't want you to like give it to your grandmother or anything. Right. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I got tested on Saturday and then when I woke up on Sunday, there were results in my portal um, and it was like respiratory panel and it had a bunch of things and it said coronavirus negative. And I was like, cool, I'm negative. Awesome. Um, and then no one called me that day and then no one called me or I, then I drove home. That was Sunday. I drove, started to drive home on Monday afternoon. Um, but there was a lot of snow in the grapevine. So I got caught, um, and stayed at a hotel in Pasadena with my friend who I was driving home because it was really late at night by the time we got through and I didn't want to like keep driving at night um, and while I was driving I had gotten a missed call from like a 650 area code and from the hospital and they're like oh call us back when you get a chance but by the time I called back I think the number they already like closed so no one answered so then the next day after I left the hotel um, I stopped to have lunch with my dad um, at City of Hope and then while we were like in line getting lunch I got a phone call from a nurse at the student center and then she's like, oh, I just want to check in and see how you're doing. Um, if they've told you the procedures you need to take and everything. Wait a minute. Like, you thought your results were negative. Nobody had called you. It showed up on the computer negative. You're running around with all these people. And then you find out that it's yeah. positive. And I was like, what? That, I was like, that can't be right. Like my portal very clearly says it's negative. So then the nurse calls the hospital, confirms, like, I tested positive. I start freaking out. My dad starts freaking out because the whole point was that I don't interact with my dad and give it to him so he can't give it to his mom. Um, 
but the nurse at the hospital like called back explained that like what I had seen on my portal was a different thing like that was just like a general test for like a bunch of things it wasn't like the novel coronavirus it was, it was seasonal but it didn't say seasonal coronavirus anywhere it just said coronavirus and then they uploaded later my SARS-CoV-2 which did say I was positive um so then after that I sort of my dad went and self-isolated at one of his parents' house in Torrance because he had started to have symptoms a couple of days before um and he thought that I might have given it to him when I came home and then my mom went and stayed at a hotel because she is in Chile right now. She was leaving to go uh, take care of her dad. Um, and so then I just, after that, I came home and was just uh, self-isolating. in my. And then they uploaded later my SARS-CoV-2, which did say I was positive. After that, I came home and was just uh, self-isolating in my bedroom with like my brothers bringing me food and leaving it at my door. What's been the reaction of the people around you? Like I put something on Twitter and then on my Instagram and half the people I think thought I was dying. Like I had people who I hadn't heard from elementary school being like, I'm like praying for you. I really hope you pull through. And at this point I've already like been better. And then a lot of other people who were surprised by how like light the symptoms can be. Did you rack your brain and try to think about who maybe was sick around you or where you got it or what you touched? Or is it all just a big question mark and it doesn't really matter to you anymore? Yeah. Um, at first, I thought I could, might have gotten it from, I was hanging out with my roommate from the year before uh, and she had had like a fever and a sore throat. But I, that was like a day or two days before I got sick. So my dad said it probably wasn't from her. Um, but I'm, it was either like one of the other students who tests positive. I have, I don't personally know any of them. So I think that that's probably not the most likely, but it was probably, I'm just thinking like at the airport, like when I was traveling. You don't remember anyone sneezing or coughing on you. I always remember those things, but (laughs) no, I don't think (laughs) I I always feel grossed out. (laughs) I wasn't really paying attention about like, I wasn't thinking like, oh, like coronavirus at that time. Um, and I don't know, like. I have like younger brothers. I feel like they're pretty gross. So I don't, I don't think I pick up on like people sneezing and coughing. Know, and all you're a used lot. To it. <laughs> I'm used to it. <laughs> all right. Um, Sue, Amy, Lise, you guys want to jump in with your questions? Uh, I have a comment just that uh, my patient had a, the same type, a similar experience where she checked the computer and it said coronavirus negative. And again, hers was the common type. And she said, oh, so I'm negative, right? I can come out of quarantine. And, you know, I had to tell her, no, that's a different test. And so I was, I actually alerted some of the other physicians. I know that it's super confusing to the patients because they just, they see coronavirus Mm -hmm. and they think that that's, that's their, their novel coronavirus test. Are you saying the computer has many different tests and people sometimes don't realize you have to click through or something well, like no. that? Well, no, when you do, when often when they do a nasal swab, they do it for the routine pathogens as well as the novel coronavirus. This is so kind of confusing. Panel, I mean, well, Olivia, coronavirus, as we used to know it, for the most part, was like a common cold. Yeah, so but if they're, if they're doing massive testing for people like Olivia and it's super important, and then they're not calling and she's looking at the wrong pay. It just seems like a huge, big the, Yeah, the calling, I don't of, know how that got screwed up. But I understand when she looked on the computer because 
part of the problem is, is the computer, you know, it's only as good as the information that's put into it. And we've been using those panels for years. And mm -hmm. so the computer, you know, nobody's caught up with saying, hey, everybody, this is just a run of the mill coronavirus. This is not the test to rule out COVID-19. And it is confusing. We call it garden variety corona at my hospital just to prevent confusion. But when Olivia tells her story, it's like one of those pictures that you want to just circle everything that's wrong with the picture. And I think the first thing that's well, wrong- Well, not, not Olivia. I mean, no, not Olivia. Was, no, not Olivia. But once there are, I mean, I don't want to say anything anti-medical community right now, but it's kind of, it's kind of disconcerting. Once Olivia is tested, she's a PUI or person under investigation, and she has to get strict cautions of what she can and can't do. Did you and get that, Olivia? No, I, I, they didn't give me any information or like that person under investigation. Like I'd never, never heard that before either. Before today, Olivia or ever? Yeah, that was, this is like, um, first time I'm hearing this. This is very interesting. Yeah. When, once she's tested, she's a PUI person under investigation and she has to get strict cautions because you had a pending test. You should have been told to strictly self-isolate. So being in the car with your friend, going to City of Hope, which is a cancer hospital. Those are all things that you should have been advised not to do. And then the strict quarantine you did the second your dad figured it out and basically locked you in your room, that's the right thing to do to keep your family from getting sick. Had I like thought I was still waiting for my results, I wouldn't have driven back or done anything, but I thought that I was clear. Yeah, that's not yeah. your fault. I mean, this is like epidemiology 101. Like you wanna, they suspected you enough to test you they, they should have advised you to stay away from everyone else. And then once you got home mm -hmm. and you figured it out, you know, your brother's bringing you the food, leaving it at your door. That's the right thing to do. All right. What do you think, Lise? You're so quiet. Who can get a word in edgewise? Oh, so come there. on. Come on. I have a few comments. The good news is even though you had the virus, it doesn't sound like it was really all that bad, which is good. Yeah. No, I've, I'm was really really surprised like I think part of the reason I was so ready to well I was just like nice negative like and accepted it was because my symptoms were so light that I really didn't think I had it because it wasn't at all from what I'd heard. Olivia um, my daughter Paulina is here and she's got a question for you that I wanted to know too actually a big question. Did your dad end up getting tested or know if he has it too? Um, he didn't end up getting tested, but he had symptoms, like he had a cough, he had like the mu achy muscles um, and other things, and so he just assumed that he did have it and then was isolating, um, but he's like finished today, so he came home. Have there been any silver linings in all this for you or your family? Sharing it on like social media and stuff. Like, I think a lot of people who did, like, message me and all that stuff brought, like, another level of, like, awareness to it that, like, oh, like, young people can get it and that you could really spread it without knowing it at all. Um, so that was a silver lining. Also got to spend, spend a lot of time. I watched some good Netflix shows. Oh, yeah? What shows? Yeah. I watched the Spanish show called Elite. It was very interesting. I'll have to check that out. <laughs> And when yeah. you pressed send on social media after you went public, did 
did you have a moment where you didn't want to be that person or not at all? Yeah, I wasn't planning on it, but then I got like really, really bored the first day. And so I spent like a really long time like drafting up different ideas. And my dad was also, my dad was like pretty mad about the whole, the like data situation that happened with like the lack of communication with like the medical results. Yeah. All was, that. He, was he for you going public? Yeah. And he was like, came up with like a really, really long Twitter thread. I was like, okay, when you go, when you post something, like I'll post something. Um, and so I really, I was thinking a normal, had I been like a normal day, I would have been less comfortable posting, but I was like, nothing else to do. Nothing to lose. Just like go for it. Nothing to lose. So last thing, is there anything you want to say to people who are listening that they need to remember after hearing your story? Yeah, I would say to like, if you think that you might have it or might have an exposure to act as if you did, there are definitely situations where like, I thought that I was being pretty cautious, but in retrospect, knowing that I've had it this like all this time that I'd wish I'd been like even more like worn like a mask or like worn gloves or washed my hands, like after I touched things, um, even not just hung out with like my one friend, like just really, really taking it fully seriously to when I had my symptoms and when I didn't like before that, I was thinking like, it's ridiculous for me to be acting this way. But now knowing that like I had it, I could have been spreading it um, to really take every precaution and like take it seriously because yeah, I'd say like, don't be a silent spreader. But my friend, the one who like, I drove home with she's like my best friend at school um we spent a lot of time together and so I was like you need to get tested so she just got tested um a couple of days ago I was waiting for her results but she just now started to have symptoms and she's like oh, oh my throat hurts oh no and I have a headache and I can't taste any food oh no like wow so she's getting tested yeah she got tested she's waiting for her results but she's like her parents are in a hotel right now and she's like no. isolating as if she has it. But I think it's really neat that you came forward and shared the story because you're the first person I've talked to that's actually had it. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but I've been just like sitting in my house, you know, in one room for like <laughs> three weeks. My sisters won't let me leave. But um, no, I think it's really, really neat of you to, to come forward and put a face on it. And we appreciate it. And it's nice to see you looking vibrant and healthy. So it's, it's good. And I wish the best for your grandma too. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. Thank you. Thanks, yeah, thanks. No, thank you. Stay well. Thanks, thanks yeah. for putting up with our zoom. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> the old, the no. old people. It's very entertaining. <laughs>